Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and reviewing and rating and subscribing. I had to switch up the order there. You know, you get tired <laughs> of rate, review, subscribe. Um, to everyone who participated in our contest, thank you so much. We yep. loved all the positive uh, reviews and we would love to do one again soon. Yes, yes, we definitely want to do one again soon. And in the meantime, if you still just feel the urge to follow us and like and review us go ahead yeah. i don't want to hold you back right. make dummy accounts just yeah. keep giving us those five stars yeah, That's a, yeah rig this election of rating, getting <laughs> us a five star can you be our russia yeah. <laughs> be our russia that was great was that russian or you just made that up that, that was, was a Danny. russian circus <laughs> yeah <Why not>? <laughs> <laughs> i mean sure i believed it <laughs> Uh, as always, Sarah Levine here with Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy. And if you want to just follow us right now, I'm at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Sarah F. Carter, BT Dubs. And I'm Casey Balsham at Case Face B. Come on Love over. It. Yeah. And also First follow enough. the podcast on Insta at NATC Pod. We also have a fun Facebook group, uh, not another true crime group. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of roast people's serial killer habits and like talk about it, theories. It's so fun. It's, it's the only reason I go on Facebook. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. all about the secret Facebook groups these days. That's really what is. I live for. All right, anyway, so we're going to play a fun game. So you guys liked this a lot. We played What Would Your Last Meal on Death Row Be? Uh-huh. We have since learned from information that we're going to talk about in today's episode that we were all really wildly unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, they will get us anything yeah. we want. They're flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, we're already costing the state millions in appeals. <laughs> They're surely going to buy me Kobe A lobster. Beef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, apparently you only get $20, at least in the state of Florida. Yes. Um, for your last meal, that's kind of bleak. So with that being said, what would everybody's last up to $20 meal be? I, I would do and it's my favorite and I don't know why I'm going out on like a health note but I guess it's just the lifestyle like the you know my goop in me <laughs> I would get have you guys had the spicy Thai sabzi salad from Sweetgreen absolutely not no. I would I, the I, spicy sabzi what the is spicy sabzi? Thai sabzi you know what What's I just say sabzi? words up then and they hand me something and the dressing it's like a spicy cashew peanut dressing that I would pour in my pores it's so <laughs> I would kill for it and I also would have it for killing someone Ooh. I would get that and that runs at about twelve ninety five. Yeah, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would want to <laughs> top it off with like, because now I'm at a budget, like a glass of Pinot Noir and I know we're at a dollar crunch. Like, I'll take a happy hour one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have He'll to take- be killed between the hours of five and seven. <laughs> yeah, pretty I, I, much. Monday through Friday. I hope that works from <laughs> okay. Florida. Yeah. Monday through Thursday sometimes. You might no, have to check true. in advance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. you know what? Maybe if it's a game night or a reverse happy hour, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. We can, we can okay, make it work. Right. Yeah, we, we'll find we a bar. Can, we can work with those. But oh, that sounds scrumptious. Go ahead. What do you mm. think, Sarah? I still think I can get two quality sushi rolls for 20 bucks. Maybe one is like a salmon avocado, nothing too mm. fancy. Yeah. Then for the other one, I'll spring for something cool. Like, mm. I don't know, a rainbow roll. Oh, a cool funny. rainbow roll? Yeah. A cool <laughs> rainbow roll. I just also cool can imagine, imagine someone eating so slowly one sushi roll <laughs> right? at a time when everyone's like, can we just kill this can bitch? We just, yeah. Imagine, I'm like dipping the wasabi yeah. and mixing it in the soy sauce and they're like, hurry it up. Yeah, and, I'm, imagine asking for chopsticks yeah. on death row. And yeah, like, I'm sorry, is this a fork? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you hear on the window just like, 
can I have a little more soy sauce? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a low sodium one? <laughs> Which I'm convinced is not actually low sodium. Not at all. Oh, I think I, they were like, make a green It's lamp. water salt. Call it better. It's yeah. salt water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's water salt. It's, yeah. it's seawater, actually. <laughs> um, you guys, you know, if we if, if I can't have what I want, I'm going to do my, my trashiest mm. treat, which is I get the two plain cheeseburgers at McDonald's. They taste the same no matter where you are. <laughs> every freaking country. Two plain cheeseburgers. I don't even know if I'd get the fries. I might be like, I might go two plain cheeseburgers, which, you know, if we're being honest, well, does $2. not. $2. You got 18 I know. I was going to say, you got a lot. And they do not <laughs> fill you up. Every time I get two plain cheeseburgers, I'm like, am I allowed to get more cheeseburgers? Yeah. <laughs> They're tiny. Um, and then I might go Crunchwrap Supreme from um, from T-Bell. You're still at $3.50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Casey, but dream big. She's doing I'm the rest of charity, I guess. I'm still doing a bottle of wine. Oh, okay. there we go. Okay. Here we go. So I'm doing two plain cheeseburgers, a little Crunchwrap Supreme with a little fire sauce. Uh, and then I still think I'm going to take a bottle of red. Just okay. to the head. See, with right. the, just head. a straw. Just like bash yeah. yourself in the head with the yeah. wine and yeah. you did it for them yeah, yeah. exactly and then oh they gosh. have to clean it last <laughs> like you wanted this thing to be they'll nasty. clean that and then like yeah. after you have all that junk food in your body they'll be cleaning a lot yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely <laughs> you absolutely have, you'll get the last laugh on your murder ha, ha, yeah. ha. <laughs> so that's me just a simple girl <laughs> a simple death row inmate that just wants <laughs> cheeseburgers and crunch wraps <laughs> That's it. Oh my Happy god! Happy Friday. Happy <laughs> Sorry, Friday, but it's Monday yeah, when it's you guys Monday are listening. Guys, but if, like, if we're losing our mind, it's because yeah. it's TGF. It's Sarah's first Friday back in the office uh, after Summer Friday, so I'm beside myself. Shout out to anybody that had to go through that uh, this past week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or, or last week. Yeah, Hot Girl Summer's over. We're done. Yeah. Look, Hot Girl Summer's a state of mind. Okay. And we're going to seamlessly transition into Thotum now. Thotum. It's happening. I wish I thought of that. I didn't. You wish uh, you thought of that. I tried to make it Fuck Girl Fall, then people were commenting Thotum, and I was like, fuck, that's good. Like, Thotum is also good. Is, Thotum is it's Thotum. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Begrudgingly. And I feel like who we're talking about today is the definition of Oh my Thotum. God. <laughs> Your girlfriend. Not entirely wrong. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, we're going to be talking about Eileen Wuornos. Mm-hmm. Supposedly the first female serial killer. Mm-hmm. We're going to unpack that. I don't feel like that's 100% accurate. Yeah. 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 We have, um, we have a lot to talk about with her. She's a very fascinating woman. Um, let's start with just some of the basic facts. Eileen, she was born on February 29th, which I think already makes you a little oh, bit of a weirdo right. when you don't get a birthday right? every year. I, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, not only... Well, you'll hear about her tragic backstory, but then also, like, <laughs> she's born on a day that only comes every so often. Like, of course uh, you would feel, like, left out. Years. And, like, yeah. yeah. Did you like how I said every so often? Because I actually didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, become Again, yeah. I'm not a scientist. Um, she was born... born a scientist. I'm not a scientist. I don't know about leap years. So she was born February 29th, 1956 in Michigan. Um, and obviously, you know her by her street uh, by her street cred, which is killing seven men between 1989 um, and 1990. Um, she, she went crazy for that year. Um, and uh, the rough way that year. she would... Yeah, rough yeah, year rough for year. her. Well, maybe not, though. Well, I mean, it, apparently, when we get to know year, her, it, her it was, it was yeah. a good year for her. Um, and the way that she would kill these men is she would just shoot them at point blank. So there was nothing fancy, nothing crazy about her killing. She just shot him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's widely thought to be the first female serial killer. But I feel like that's not the first, a real complete picture. I was listening to the last podcast on the left. They kind of mm-hmm. went into it. Um, essentially, she's the first, she's not the first female serial killer in the sense that like, she's not the first woman to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. But she's the first woman who was kind of like more like a male serial killer. Right. And that she was just kind of mm. doing it for personal gratification and not like 
event. And, uh, yeah, not like, oh, she was killing yeah. her husband and then this guy, uh, like, uh-huh. and she was just kind of hunting these men or sort of. So she broke a glass ceiling. That's. I know, right? Oh my gosh, thank you. Eileen, we do deserve equal pay. Yeah. We do deserve equal pay. Look, we have the same motivation, which is nothing to right. kill people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's crazy. That is interesting. Yeah, that, that is an interesting. She is, yeah. she, it wasn't for, I mean, you know, she flip flops and the reasons of why she does kill this man, these right. men, which we'll get into, but that's really interesting that I it's like not that. Yeah. a personal. Right. She's like, uh, can you guys imagine? We, it didn't take us until 1990 to have, for a, to woman a woman to, to kill, kill multiple people. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. Because there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, jumping into the beginning of her life and kind of just, it's a very hard, oh. reading the early parts of her life does get kind of like yeah. hard and sad because she has Definitely. a rough go of it. Literally, I texted you guys. I was three sentences into the Wikipedia yeah. and I was like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. So is, much happens Is this so a lifetime original movie? Girl. It's yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, her mother, uh, Diane, was 14 years old when she married her 14. father who was 16. That's like barely a period. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like you're not really yeah, fully. Yeah, that's uh, an ellipsis. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, an ellipsis. So she uh, they were married <laughs> in '54, and then she had an older brother Keith, who was born a year after. And then so under less than two years after their marriage, before uh, Eileen was born, her mom filed for divorce. So she kind of came into this uh, relationship that wasn't even uh, there anymore. And then she never met her father Leo because he was incarcerated before she was born. Uh, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and was convicted of sex crimes against children. Oh, boy. Yeah. He kidnapped and raped a uh, kid. So that is where she half of her comes from that. So that's just oh, a boy. hard. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he also unfortunately wound up killing himself in prison on January 30th, 1969. So yeah. she never she never met him, was never remotely. No. He was never remotely in the picture. She didn't really even know about him. No, yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, her mom ran off in uh, 1960. Uh, leaving uh, Eileen and Keith with their maternal grandparents, Lori and Britta, who uh, legally adopted them four years later. So she, they spent, mo- like, the the main family figures that she had were these grandparents. Yeah, that she didn't even really know were that, her grandparents. Yeah. No, and the interesting about that is the same thing happened to Ted Bundy. So yeah. after we did our whole episode on... Uh, like the Zac Efron movie, <laughs> which oh, yes. shockingly evil, the shockingly evil, shockingly evil yeah, movie, blah, yeah, blah, vile, blah. vile, 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 yeah. vile, yeah, that, that, yes. Nick, vile, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. So we v- got all, yes, we all. I know he made sure to correct me on that. That one time I interviewed him about his essential oils company. <laughs> 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 okay, I need my last meal now. <laughs> what a fucking sentence! Oh. I know. I know. Uh, more on that on the Bachelor podcast. <laughs> but after we did that um, episode, we got this really awesome email from a fan, Felicia Sullivan. Shouts out. She apparently, like, literally wrote the book on Ted Bundy. Like, she um, she researched him a lot, and she was telling me that a huge part of his whole situation was that he his mom. So basically his mom had him when he was a teenager mm-hmm. and then he got raised, I think, by his grandparents, wow. but he didn't know. And until he was, I think he didn't find out until high school that the person he thought was his sister was actually his mom. Ah! So, Ooh. oh yeah, actually I do remember that hearing is about this. such a mind fuck. Like, yeah. what you're, uh, that's so insane. So shouts yeah. out to Felicia. Thank you again for sending that. But Hi, also, Felicia. it's weird because I didn't know that Hi, people Felicia. did this until this one episode of Scandal with Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, no. Apparently, if this really happens to you, you're going to become a serial killer. You're not going to like run for public office. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you have two extremes. 
Yeah. You're right. Two extremes. <laughs> yeah. But how crazy. Yeah. She just, they didn't find out till way later that the grandparents were her grandparents. Yeah. Why? And also, why not just be upfront about that? I mean, I guess it's, it's not a, that a, weird. I mean, I guess when, I mean, they were young when they went to live with them. So I guess at a certain point, I mean, being she was like, four. Yeah. I think, yeah right? But when I mean, the also, then away. that would make yeah. the mom 18. You think the mom 18 knows like, the reasoning skills to be like I should tell explain this to my four year old I think the mom no, but the grandparents like, should yeah the grandparents should but clearly the grandparents were fucked up and so was the oh, mom okay. like, yeah <laughs> everybody in this all situation right. is yeah. fucked up all right expectations you know? are too high <laughs> they are Sarah <laughs> all right my bad so at age eleven holy shit mm-hmm. Eileen started to exchange sexual activity for cigarettes food and drugs in addition to performing sexual acts with her brother mm-hmm. I mean now who. Was the brother older? Yeah, he was one like year. One year older. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like that's less or like doing two. sexual acts and more like abuse. Ex- yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but also, like, mm. I maybe experimenting. Like, we don't know what, what who knows what mm-hmm. the hell. Obviously, they didn't have any strong figures telling them right from wrong. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Eileen had had said that her grandfather was an alcoholic who sexually abused her, and mm-hmm. also had his friends abuse her as well. Um, unsurprisingly, she became pregnant at 14 by a friend associate of the grandfather. Yeah. Which at that time, though, she thought it was just her dad fucking her. Do you know what, what? I mean? Because I'm saying oh, she didn't know God. it was her grandpa. So she just grew up thinking that her mom let this abuse happen. And then her dad just wow, was doing right. this to her. Uh, Crazy, right? God. Cool. I want to die. Yeah. It's um, pretty wild. She gave birth at a home for her unwed mothers on March 23rd, 1971 and gave the child up for adoption. Soon after, she dropped out of school and her grandmother died of liver failure. Then at 15, she was thrown out of the house by her grandfather. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. And basically left her to fend for herself by living in the woods and becoming a sex worker. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And even just like from that, all of that happening to her before being 16. Yeah, that's that's a heavy lot. It's it's very, I feel like it'd be very hard for someone to come out of that with no support anywhere. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it would be hard for anyone to come out of that unscathed, unscathed and normal. Yeah. And it just sucks because it's like it wasn't things like this when I see things like that, it's like she didn't ask to be born. You know, like she didn't ask mm-hmm. to be born into this thing. Like it's just it's it's insane kind of And the, also it's hard too because it's given. when you it's that unfortunate expectation that you assume an older person would at least be okay. I need to take well, care, take of, care this of this you. child and kind of give them Mm-mm. maybe not the that like the best life that you can give that person. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, but so on May twenty seventh, nineteen seventy four, um, by the time um, Eileen was eighteen, she was already getting arrested. Um, she got arrested first in Jefferson County, Colorado, uh, with a DUI. Yeah, I probably drink too. Um, <clears throat> Disorderly conduct and firing a gun from a moving vehicle. Uh, oh, is that illegal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Friday, bitch. Um, but on top of that, she was also charged with failure to appear because, again, this woman has no, there's no construct of like, hey, right you have wrong. to do yeah. these things of right and wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, why would she like want to go to court? She, no. No. Who wants to? Yeah. Who has who, the time? Who, who's like, yeah. Who's, who, yeah, she's busy. Who is yeah. stopping joyriding and shooting guns in the air to go to court? Yeah. You yeah. know, not Eileen, that's for sure. Um, so in 1970, 
1976, she hitchhiked all the way over to Florida, um, where she actually met a 69-year-old yacht club president named Louis Grotzfeld. This is my this favorite. Is a really interesting part of the I, story. This is my favorite part. It's like yes. almost aspirational. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a true Cinderella is. story, like rags yeah. to almost riches. Uh, rags yeah. to riches for like a split uh, second. Yeah, like, yeah. It's an R-rated Annie. <laughs> she went from being a prostitute living in the woods. She meets this yacht club president, and they actually get married. So they get married very, like very, very quickly. They meet. They get married. Um, uh, but this didn't actually stop uh, Eileen from doing anything bad. She still would get into multiple altercations um, at local bars. She was just hitting people, throwing things. Um, and she actually went to jail briefly for assault. Um, and she actually, <laughs> she actually, because her husband was older, she actually at one point hit him with his own cane. Um, you know, and in true, what As did he? Do. What did he do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it would let lead him to get a restraining order that he would take out on her just weeks after getting married. Uh, um, as it happens, you know. last no, yeah. the honeymoon phase ends. The honeymoon yeah. phase the ends with the, with the caning. Um, but so soon after that, she actually went back to Mission, uh, Michigan, and she was arrested on July fourteenth, nineteen seventy six, for disturbing the peace for throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head. Oof. Girlfriend's got. She stuff does a going last on. call haul. Like when it's when it's last call, she she snaps. Yeah, yeah she wants that other Bud Light. Um, <laughs> And then three days later after she got back, her brother actually died from esophageal cancer and she received $10,000 from his life insurance, which is interesting that he had the wherewith- wherewithal to put out a life insurance policy. Like it just seems I mean, like the how whole family's a little dick. How much life insurance can you get when you don't have a job and you're a sex worker like living in the woods? Like what What would she have done is what I mean. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I truly don't know how this works, but I mean, what like what income does she have to like report? Yeah, yeah, but I also wonder what he was what he, you know, what what he was right. up to that would yeah. really get him to have remotely yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, at least in, I guess that, that is his only family. I mean, he, it, it's just interesting that he even had her as a thing, you yeah. know, because it seems like clearly their relationship was she wasn't was in weird. the picture that much. And now at yeah. this point, it's also she has no real living family just, no, she yeah. doesn't. No. She's, I mean, the grandpa, is the grandpa the, still, maybe still living, maybe, but, but, but he's like, not in her life. Out yeah. of the picture completely. Yeah. Well, and no, she, he kicked her out, so he's obviously not in the picture. Oh, I yeah. said out of the picture. Yeah. But oh, not yeah, dead, yeah. but you were saying yeah. no living. Oh, and she's clearly, and she's got a kid somewhere. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, And she still has par- a mom somewhere. You're right. Oh, yeah. And the dad. Oh no! no the dad killed himself. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Too many, too many people to There's keep track. Yeah. This family trait is yeah. Is, it's weird shaped. It's weird. It's weird shape. It's yes. weird shape. Yeah. So um, after her marriage uh, with Fell fell through. Um, they annulled after nine <laughs> weeks, and she uh, wound up spending all of the money from her brother's life insurance. Get it, girl. And this is kind of too. No, where I was this like, part annoys me. I I mean, it anno- yeah, but she, yeah. But of course, she's the first time she had money in her yeah. life. Of course, so she's gonna blow she it. She spent it like paying tickets off from getting DUIs and things like that, but also in lavish luxuries like a car that. It was like a luxury car. Yeah. And she totaled it right away. And I was right like, away. Oh my God. You could have actually <laughs> probably set yourself up for a decent amount you of time. Paid, yeah. But I mean, that's a hard thing where it's like, that's not how her brain I mean, right. Of works. course. Yeah, she, she didn't have a financial advisor. Yeah, she's not going to be like, oh, I'll get a little one bedroom. And take computer science courses. I'm also wondering yeah. as a homeless teenager, how she even got a license. Because she would have had, <laughs> you know what I mean? She would have to have got, brought herself to a DMV, put a fucking license on a, that's a, a an point. address on a license because I don't know. Well, maybe what, in the 70s well, they were going to buy a car. She obviously just has yeah. ID because she or keeps you getting get, like arrested yeah. Did you get license when you were younger there? Like when she was 15 or 16? Oh, wow. Florida. You can get a learn no, from it Michigan. when you're 15. Michigan. It's back in Michigan. Oh, back in Michigan now. But yeah, yeah, I probably say. But she <laughs> could have gotten <laughs> it in Florida. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just kidding, Michigan or Florida. Um. So... 
On May 20th, 1981, uh, she was arrested in Florida for the armed robbery of a convenience store where she stole... $35 and two packs of cigarettes. Yeah, I get it. Oh, it. So, yeah. I like when you're like, when you lose the 10 gram, but you still need a marble. When I was Look, younger, Nick, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. same. I would have done the same. 35 bucks and two packs of cigs. Coolest girl in the block. Because you know, then you can get, you, you get <laughs> coolest all. Coolest girl at the roller. All the plain rank. hamburgers from McDonald's for days. Plain cheeseburger, bitch. You oh. give me my cheese. <laughs> Have that, some dignity. That extra 10 cents. <laughs> Come so, on. Um, she was sentenced to prison for that on May 4th, 1982, but then released like, a little over a year later in 83. Um, so, uh, and then a little bit right after that, oh, she no. was arrested again for attempting to pass forged checks That's at a like bank a year in later. Key West. Yeah, she so, was... yeah, so almost almost to the year, yeah. So uh, she was arrested in 82, released 83, and then 84. Yeah, mm-hmm. for... Uh, she was truly a dumb criminal. A dumb she got, criminal. She got caught for everything. And it's also, yeah. I also feel like up until this point, it's, I mean, <laughs> I guess like in the grand scheme of things, this is a criminal act that forged checks, but also she's kind of more so... Just kind of Surviving. being like a player and a survivor trying to yeah. make, trying to get by day to day for herself. She's just trying to hustle. Yeah, yeah, trying to hustle. And then um, on November 30th, 1985, she was named as a suspect in the theft of a revol- revolver and ammunition in Pasco County. So uh, this is kind of like... Every year uh, something. And Literally th- every single year. Every year. She's, she's a, she gets has a anniversary. And I think it's yeah. kind of one of those <laughs> things where she's just spiraling more and more trying to be like, how can I survive? Like it's yeah, kind of right. more so she's fighting for her life every day and making negative wrong choices but also because what else can what else in this moment can she do right you're in this cycle How yeah. she, has, you get out? Yeah, she has no help she has nothing yeah so yeah. she uh was arrested in miami in uh, 1986 january 4th uh and charged with car theft resisting arrest and obstruction of justice very countess luann uh for pro- <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh because she obstructed the justice because she provided identification bearing her aunt's name so that could mm. be so she had an aunt she, uh I, yeah all right where was this bitch this at is, where this was, is yeah. more family that is apparently just also leaving her kind of out to and in the stolen car, there was a 38 caliber revolver and a box of ammunition. So she's mm. locked and loaded. So at this mm-hmm. point, she's literally. literally locked and loaded. Cool. Um, so uh, she was detained for questioning a few months after that. And because a male companion accused her of pulling a gun in his car and demanding $200. Because throughout all of this, too, she is kind of still turning tricks and doing yeah. prostitution to get money from guys. But then and sex, and she, work. sex yeah. work. Yes. And she said she actually didn't. She she didn't charge a lot. So she was pretty popular. That's yeah. Like she oh said, she could God. make. She was making sometimes on a slow day one fifty, sometimes two to three hundred dollars, yeah. so a day. So and so not bad. While all of this is happening, and if you guys are were familiar with uh, this case or first familiar with this case from like the movie Monster with Charlie mm-hmm. Theron, uh, mm-hmm. this is when the Christina Ritchie character comes into play. So around this time, <laughs> she met Tyra Moore, mm-hmm. um, a hotel maid at a Daytona uh, Beach gay bar. So they moved in together kind of soon after and she yeah. started su- and uh, Aileen started supporting them with her earnings as a okay, prostitute. Yeah. Although apparently the the character in Monster is a fictional character because I guess Tyra was super personal or the, super not, like private. Yes. And so they they tried to make it seem that she didn't have two. It was the same type of relationship, but they tried not to make any of the details personal. Because if you look at a picture Did she of Christina, just not have the rights I think to they, her story? It was kind of like, I feel I, like... It was, I, I read that she was just a too private or I something I think it like was that. sort of the situation where you can't use someone's likeness. It happened with, like this is a little tangent, but like uh, The Rose, that movie that was supposed to be about Janis Joplin's oh, life, yeah, her yeah. family was like, you can't do a document, you can't do a movie starring Bette Midler about 
our daughter who died. Uh, so then they just were like, she's a troubled rock star who looked yeah. just like her. So I kind of, I yeah. think it was more oh, wow. of a situation like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, so then on July 4th, 1987, uh, the Daytona Beach detained both of them at a bar for questioning regarding an incident in which they were accused of assault and battery with a beer bottle. Go girl. So, you know. She's constantly right. throwing shit. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but then uh, in 88, uh, Ornos accused a bus driver for assault and she claimed that the, he pushed her off the bus following a confrontation and more was listed as a witness. So kind of like year and year and year you see her. I feel like this part was important because every year you kind of saw her still. It kind of elevates. It elevates year. it. So mm-hmm. it's like she's like, okay, getting all these kind of big issues, but minor kind of situations, a beer bottle, a cue stick, type yeah. of stuff like that. And then a cane. A cane. A yeah. Cane. And now it's the added element of she's now in love trying to support a woman that she loves while also um, doing sex work and getting more frustrated and yeah. with all the trauma she had from her past. And she claims that Tyra was, yeah. a, was a booze hound. Was so booze she was hound. supporting Tyra's beer drinking beer habit. D- yeah. But oh, again, Eileen has proven to kind of be a bit of a, a liar and, and yeah, unreliable and, and like, narrator. Unreliable. For sure. Yeah, she contradicts herself a bunch, but yeah, we know. Should we, we, talk we don't about, know about um, her and Tyra's relationship. Like they yeah. were super close. Yeah, they were like thick yeah. as thieves. These two, thick yeah. as thieves, and it kind of was one of those. Like they were, uh, like they kind of immediately connected. It was yeah. a, like, a very hot and heavy situation. I, they went home like the night that they met. Yeah. I think according to Tyra, she they met at a bar and they went home that night, which is interesting because obviously Eileen was married to a man and 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 doing sex work and stuff like that. But you know maybe there's also a lot of all this stuff comes from pain of like you know, not being not. able to be who she was also, also that like on top of all the fucked up other shit. Mm. So who knows? You know, Cause it, it, that's the thing. It's like on top, on top of the trauma she had growing up, yeah. the mental issues that she had. And then this life that she's living up, she's like, who am I? <laughs> like that question. Yeah. But also yeah. after yeah. all that stuff, who I'd probably I? be like, I don't think I want to be with a man. You know, even yeah. though she said she didn't hate men, she just hates male cops, male lawyers, male judges, yeah. stuff like that. Mm, relatable. Well, also it's relatable. A, absolutely. A, a relatable AF. And also yeah. it's probably a thing where her experiences with them have probably been less yeah. than ideal. I mean, yeah. obviously she <laughs> hasn't been abiding by the law to the up degree, but I'm sure I, I'm just assuming she that a lot of cops that she was dealing with yeah. weren't that, I, I mean, right. I, like the most kind to her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with Tyra too, um, she loved Tyra up until the day she went, to, like she's still if you watch these like interviews with her whenever even though Tyra you know which we'll get into eventually goes against her but when you when she talks about her she's like she smiles oh, super Aww. big like she's still she was like I loved her like that like and you see just the, the grill of all the funny teeth that that <laughs> that Eileen had like they it's, she really really well and I felt like too like, it was kind of a, the first even with even though she was married like that relationship kind of seemed very rushed and not uh, real and maybe because it was like a rich, like kind of a more like convenient situation s- type of setup. But her and Tyra, I feel like they, I mean, I want to say they have like an actual connection and they yeah. were able to yeah, like, it seemed that way. Yeah. And they, under- they also were leading like similar lifestyles. Similar lifestyles. Yeah. And I think it was yeah. probably the first time that Eileen was like, oh, someone cares about me and understands me and not through like a transaction, just through like, I can go, yeah. Home, yeah. I can go home and know that there's someone home for me. Yeah. yeah. Although I do wonder where was Tyra like because essentially they moved in pretty fast to like motels and stuff like that before I think yeah. they found a tiny apartment. Well, I think she was like along for the ride the whole time until yeah. it got to a point where she was like, I can't yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. Well, I kind of I don't I sh- didn't look into it, but I feel like, a, like it is isn't like extremely common. But back then, I feel like people also did do like living in motels if they couldn't really afford apartment situations yet. So maybe right. that was something Tyra was doing until yeah. they kind of pulled together. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. 
let's get into the murders, the reason we're all here. Okay, so after this 1988 arrest is when the murder spree begins, where she ends up killing seven men in 12 months. Honestly, I respect the efficiency. Yeah. And she started killing when she was 33, which, again, if you're in your 20s, you'll peak in your 30s. Yeah. Don't All worry right. about it. The 30s <laughs> is really What's where... That thing? It's like, Tina Fey was working at a YMCA until 30. Eileen wasn't killing murders until 33. All right, yeah. there we go. So there's yeah. still time for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not for me. Okay. Oh, sorry, Casey. That's okay. So, well, you know, you I made, made choices. I made it out. I'm not yeah. a serial killer. You passed the threshold. You Thank did you it. You're so not much. a statistic. Thank you so much you guys <laughs> um eileen's first murder was of richard malloy who was a convicted rapist mm-hmm. who eileen said she murdered in self-defense mm-hmm. on november 30th 1989 he was shot with two bullets in his lung okay we can talk about our opinions once we get through all the murders the yeah. rest of her murders were carried out between then and november of 1990 so again efficient all the victims were found after being shot multiple times by a small caliber weapon, very close up. The only exception was Peter Sims. Cool. Nailed it. Sims, <laughs> who was never found, but uh, whose body was never found. But more and I, Eileen were seen abandoning his car and had her fingerprints on it. So she like probably did this, even though there was never a body. Yeah. All right. So after Richard Malloy, there was David Spears who's 43 he was a construction worker and this is the weirdest one too because on june 1st 1990 he was found along the road in florida he'd been shot six times but he was naked then we have charles carscadden who was 40 on may 30th 1990 he was killed he'd been shot nine times with a small caliber weapon all right then we have peter sims who was 65 he his car was found on July fourth, nineteen ninety, and Ty Tyra and Eileen were seen abandoning the car, and also Eileen's palm print was found oh, on the like interior a bloody door palm handle. Print, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, his body was never found, but like I said, there was evidence that pointed to the two of them. Then we have Troy Burris, who is fifty. He was reported missing on July thirty first, nineteen ninety, and then his body was found a couple days later on August fourth in a wooded area along a state road and he'd been shot twice then we got charles dick humphreys age 56 i know <laughs> did not make that up that dick humphrey yep he was found on september 12th 1990 he was clothed this time but he'd been shot six times in the head and torso and finally wrapping up we have walter antonio who is 62 he was found on November 19th, 1990. He was found, though, nearly naked. He'd been shot four times. So she has this oh. interesting MO. Everybody's shot. Sometimes they're naked. undressed. Sometimes they're yeah. not. Also, all that info came from Wikipedia because somehow we lost the <laughs> breakdown in our outline. Yeah. So we had so, to improvise real quick. So please don't accuse us of plagiarism. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, we're just trying our best. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. Just, we're just doing just the best do we can. Just doing what we can. Yeah. Um, yeah so, I, but I think the reason why half of them were naked, I think she still, was it? I had read that she kind of, it was still a ploy. Like she was still, I mean, she would say hooking. Um, with no G. Um, she, That's what she said. Yeah, she was like, I was, you know, living in the woods, hooking. Um, but she would act kind of like she was in distress, I think, mm-hmm. and get these guys to pull over. I think also she got a lot of them from Turn, uh, or from sex tricks. working. Yeah, yeah, from sex working. So I, so I think there was. That's probably why there was a little right. And there was both. the. She would kind of claim that they were like about to 
do stuff and then they they either started trying to rape her or yeah. like were yeah. assaulting mm-hmm. her and that's why she had to kill them in self-defense. Because that's also the yeah. MO. All of the shots were very close up to so they were at a yep. it was, she wasn't like stalking a, prey nobody out. They was were very much running. Like to her face. They yeah. were in the car together. I mean in the Richard Malloy thing that's the one that she kind of this is the, the kickoff one was the one that she like goes into detail about the um mm-hmm. That he like raped her, that he sodomized her, and did all this stuff and things like that. And mm-hmm. so, um, I mean, he is a convicted rapist. Yeah, so that's a, yeah. I I would believe that. Yeah, one. she would later go back and say that he didn't do that stuff. Which right. is again, she had some questionable things, and her story kind of changed. I think as this story moved along, and as she, you know, maybe kind of started to go crazier in jail. But um, but yeah, she she's even quoted as saying, "I was watching this one thing. Um, she." She doesn't believe that what she did to them was that terrible. Cause she was like, she's like, yeah, I just killed them. I shot them. I didn't do anything crazy like like shoot them between the eyes or cut off their their penises. She actually has quoted <laughs> to saying, I didn't That's cut so them better. up. I didn't do no OJ shit. Which is like, <laughs> okay. it's like so, so wild when two of your Portia two reads pop the culture murders I yeah. know <laughs> come and when reference each other. Easy to the, yeah. She was like, I didn't kill a man every day. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the one somebody well, yeah, was like, "Come you, on, there's not enough time yeah. in the day." You somebody, I watched an Australian sixty minutes, um, which was it's 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 really quick. If any of you guys want to watch it, um, is it, it sixty minutes? No, it was fourteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, "What wow. happened? How many commercials do, are there in okay. Australia?" Yeah, I guess that's the oh, metric um, system. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's what you get with you have meters of TV. Um, no, I don't know. Um, but the the woman was just like, yeah, "But you killed seven guys." Because after she was like, "I didn't do anything crazy with them," she's like, "But you killed seven. She goes, "Yeah, in a year. I wasn't killing everyone, someone every day." <laughs> and you're like that's a good point that's kind of like the same logic i use when people like talk about your like body count in terms of like how many people oh, you've yeah. slept with you're like well i only slept with seven people in a year yeah, yeah it's right? not like i did it in a month yeah, and, when, and when if you look at the numbers it's not a lot right sometimes right? i just laid in bed watching tv yeah, yeah. especially yeah. since she was but i also wonder because if she was killing them for their things for their money because she is quoted right. as to saying a couple mm-hmm. of them just had they just died because they had the right amount of money on them at the time well, then, That's why I never carry cash. Then if there was only there you go, girl. If there was only seven of them and she was t- taking like two hundred bucks, like what else was she? I guess then it was just just sex work for the rest of the time. I, yeah. Probably, Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, she was. I mean, because she was like. She was doing the thing. She was killing them. She was using their cars. She was using mm-hmm. their things. Like she was taking over Robin their life looking. for a, yeah. a little bit. You know. Um, I mean, I don't think she was impersonating. Them. No, she wasn't doing that. But I mean, <laughs> she, she was, was just taking their shit. Yeah, yeah she, she needed taking, the stuff. Yeah, if you got a Camry, no, and the guy's dead, someone yeah. has to drive the Camry. Yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, Tyra. That's said, why. Also, like a lot of these guys' cars would get abandoned and found in like different yeah. counties, which I feel They'd like is done. also why it took. A little bit of time for the law to catch up with mm-hmm. her. Yeah, yeah. She was not exactly like a criminal mastermind. No, no. she was pretty dumb about it. Yeah. Um, and Tyra says she remembers the day that um, that Eileen came home and like just kind of very matter-of-factly talked about uh, the first killing. I think she said she sat her down and was just like, I have something to tell you. She's like, I shot and killed a man today, and that was about rich in the life. <laughs> and I think, because Tyra was there for... For all of them. Yeah. Usually, right. like, when someone's I mean, a, like, I, want, yeah. I, I adopted a dog without telling you. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> she said, I got a puppy. Yeah. yeah. When you hear no. them tell the story, she just goes, I just, I, I shot and killed a man today. And it's just, <laughs> like, it's a very matter-of-fact thing, um, you know. And Eileen will say that it's, again, because she was supporting Tyra, and they were behind on rent, mm-hmm. and so she just thought that this was the only, the only op- option well, was to uh, take the money, take the cars. Yeah. Take the money and run. Take the money and mm-hmm. run. My favorite next quote. <laughs> <laughs> Next. 
All right. So on July 4th, 1990, Eileen and Tyra abandoned Peter Sims' car after they get involved in an accident. Like idiots, witnesses had seen the women driving the cars. Okay, so also I heard on um, a podcast that basically like they get in this crash a bunch of people see they beg all the witnesses yeah. not to call the police and they're like sure 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 we won't do that so they run away and then obviously they call the police because yeah. they're like we just saw these two sketchy women like get in an accident yeah cause, yeah yeah they look they probably were a little frantic yeah, yeah so all these witnesses um ended up providing the police with their names and descriptions and this resulted in a media campaign to locate them and also, since Eileen was arrested in Florida before, her fingerprints were on file. So, on January 9th, 1991, Eileen was arrested, ironically, at a bar called The Last, Last Resort. Resort. At 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. Yeah. yeah, I wow. guess what she would do, she would hustle people for quarters for the jukebox to listen to her favorite song. Aww. And at, on this day, it was mm. like the cops were like, oh, I got a quarter for you. And then they arrested her. Wow. Mm. I hope she got to play her song. I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she didn't have to like wait an hour for it to come up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, wait, guys. She's like, I just want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, side note, if anyone wants to visit The Last Resort, there is a shrine to her there. I mean, <laughs> is there? Literally on the walls. Yeah. Because it's not like a that tourist too. destination. People love her. People, she, there's like t-shirts with her mug sh- like yeah. it's, it's people it's, are sick people are sick yeah but like she's like she's not people are, don't like think that what she did was wrong like people actually like come in to, yeah. yeah that's crazy weird I mean mm-hmm. people also don't really think what Ted Bundy did was wrong because yeah. they're like yeah. he's hot I mean we're all going to Gypsy Rose's wedding like it's all <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes um, police also located Tyra the next day in Scranton Pennsylvania which was like whoa she put miles on her um, she loved the office <laughs> she loved the office uh, Tyra agreed to elicit a confession from Eileen in exchange for immunity. Smart lady. Mm-hmm. So she goes back with the police to Florida where she gets put up in a motel under police guidance. She makes a bunch of calls to Eileen, basically pleads for help in clearing her name. Three days later, on January 16th, 1991, Eileen confessed to the murders. She claimed the men had tried to rape her and she killed them in self-defense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so then... Obviously, after this, she goes to trial, mainly for the murder of Richard Malloy on January 14th, 1992. And on January 27th, she was convicted of the murder because Tyra's testimony and mm-hmm. obviously everyone was talking about a speedy trial. I know, right? What happened to the justices? I mean, like, because I guess they every, were really yeah. working efficiently yeah. in January right? of 1992. I mean, everyone wanted to go to the gym after the trial because yeah. the holiday wait. They're just like, you know, yeah. let's get to the... Meanwhile, Anna Delvey's three years long. <laughs> right? Jeez. Um, uh. A psychiatrist present, though, did testify that she was, that, like, Eileen was clearly mentally unstable. Yeah, they tried to claim that she had bipolar disorder, a bunch of... They said she had everything, yeah. I mean, she probably had PTSD. From all the things. But um, it kind of, even with the gravity of all of her uh, uh, murder, she was uh, sentenced to the death penalty four days later. Again, so fast. Holy shit. You never hear about this anymore. Usually it's like... I know. Where are these jurors at with, like, Stephen Avery and Adnan Zayad? I need answers now. Yeah, right? Seriously. I love it. And this was even before podcast. I mean, maybe this... Because this was before mur- tr- true crime podcasts were around. They're like, who cares? Let's just get this over with. Yeah, you're they, right. worked on, they worked on the newspaper system. They're daily. Oh, yeah. my God. That's funny. Maybe that's why. Um, so well, on, she confessed. So there was really nothing yeah. to fight. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. And then... um, So, but then on top of this, so after she was... Uh, Sentenced to the death penalty on March 31st, 1992, 
she pleaded no contest also to the murders of Humphrey, Burress, and Spears, saying she wanted to get right with God. Pleading contest basically meant that she was taking a fast track to the electric chair. Yeah, everyone was getting on the go. Which people were criticized her lawyer for, but but he was just kind of like, you know, I think he was asked, he's like, did this case help you? And he's like, absolutely not. Yeah. But like, I just, I, I had to do, you know, she she did this. I mean, what am I going to fucking do? You I know? also don't exactly. think her lawyer yeah. was like the most experienced <laughs> no, criminal defense no, no. attorney ever. <laughs> yeah, what did you say his name was? Dr. Legal. <laughs> Dr. Legal. <laughs> on his like TV. On his commercials. Yeah. Commercial yeah. things. Yeah, there was no like, Julian Margulies in The Good Wife. Yeah, yeah. it was like, <laughs> yeah, better yeah, call yeah, Saul yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. But so, at the same time, I, I saw this, I if you watch one little thing as much as she was like confessing and ready mm-hmm. to kind of like do all this shit as the judge was sentencing her she was yeah, she was still like screaming she's like I'm a raped woman how could you do mm-hmm. this and she actually screamed at the judge I hope your wife and kids get raped yes. so that you know like she was like yeah. so so there was a lot like that's what I'm saying like it was so weird because she was very much like I fucking did this put me in the chair I want to get right but she was also like you guys all failed me everybody failed me I'm a woman I was raped I had mm-hmm. all this shit happen to me like you guys all let me down and now you're benefiting fitting and making movies off of my fucking name i mean yeah. i think both could be true at the same time yeah also yeah. i heard that she sold her rights for 60 dollars a day yeah, yeah. she the was like writing a book she yeah. was doing something yeah but 60 dollars a day i'm like that's literally Girl, nothing like i mean i guess you could be bawling in the commissary but <laughs> but damn like yeah. have a better juicy fruit for days yeah yeah <laughs> um so uh overall she did receive uh the death uh Sentence for six of the seven murders, and the only one that she didn't receive for was a uh, Sims because his body was never found. Right. Even though, ironically, it was his car that kind that of expedited all yeah. of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got to say, six death sentences seems like literal overkill. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> That's it's what like, I didn't get. Like, what's even the point at that point? Why even try it for like? Yeah. It's like she's already getting it, it the death. Felt like, 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 isn't that happens? just wasting everyone's time? Like the trials time. Like time this and is like money. Bringing yeah. in the dancing lobsters. I guess like, like, what is happening the here? The good thing is, I guess the family gets justice. But what's the That's, point of sentencing someone who's already sentenced to death to death again? Yeah. I wonder if they that's a good keep point. I, yeah. Putting her in the electric chair like six times. They <laughs> or, just hit it six times. They weakened at Bernie's. Oh, that's morbid. Yeah. That's like, yeah. like, can you imagine like the case? Like she just walked into the court and the judge is like, Aileen, again. Okay. You <laughs> Back know to why, the chair you go. You know why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So uh, during an interview with uh, filmmaker Nick Broomfield, yeah, he's uh, made two documentaries made, about yeah, two her. Documentaries. If you want to uh, check him out. When she thought the cameras were off, she told him that in fact it was self-defense, but she could not stand being on death row where she's been for like years at this point because uh, yeah. she because she just wanted to die because she uh, didn't. We'll get into it, but yeah. So all of the trial was super fast, but then the death row. Yeah, right. Because you can basically just keep appealing until yeah forever, and yeah. she was already on death row for ten years. Yeah, yeah. and I think and I feel like you're in solitary when you're on death row. Like you're not just in Gen Pop. I think yeah, I think yeah. so. It sounds boring. It sounds very boring. And like also yeah. for someone whose mind is probably racing, it's probably very like psycho like psych- uh, psychologically like taxing and overwhelming. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, just a fun little tidbit too that there's a psychopathy checklist, um, and she oh scored a 32 out of 40 on it, and it apparently evaluates individuals on a 20 item list of antisocial and interpersonal behaviors, mm-hmm. which each like so you can get a max score of 40. And I feel like everyone should bring that on first date. Yeah, they said they're going to do that, right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Down, download the test, and I think this the test like like um, test things for like remorse and things yeah. like that, which you know again she didn't uh, really show guys, much of. 
what if we all take this checklist and then report back on our results please next don't episode? Make me do it. I'm like yes, scared. Please. Okay, wait, I'll do it. Because it's like It'll I have. So it's like I'm constantly telling my boyfriend I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> wait, we, we, yeah, no, Just we should kidding. do it. And We're also, if it. anybody uh, wants to do it too, DM us your results. And if you yep. get higher than a 27, We're we might block you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> we'll block you, but also we just want to make you happy and not hate us. So uh, it'll be. Yeah. Uh, we'll either block yes. you or Venmo you. We'll yeah. see. Well, yeah, we'll block you. Or yeah. What's like the threshold for psycho? Forty. Say it. Uh, well, I think no, no. I would. The max is oh, 40. 30, 30, 30 and above. Thirty and above. Thirty and above. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so above if you get thirty and above, sociopath. We're so gonna yeah. block yeah. you and also alert the FBI. But also, if you get under seven, live a little. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Live on the Wait, edge. So this is the part I'm I'm confused about. So she was still appealing, even though she kind of had made the decision that she was uh, that she wanted to go to the chair immediately. But she did still appeal. That's um, yeah, which is which is crazy um, to me. I, like I said, she, this woman was all over the place. She was like yeah. self defense, not mm-hmm. self defense. Kill it, kill well, me, like, don't yeah, kill me. Like it just you guys suck. I suck. You know, it was <laughs> it, literally she was so she she was so contradictory about everything. Where literally like she was like, there's evil in the world. Everybody has it in them. And then mm-hmm. somebody would ask her, "Are you born evil?" And she's like, "I don't like you." You know, like it, she, this woman, I think, was just so confused. So I guess I, yeah, yeah, an I do appeal feel like makes she sense. She just was conflicted. It just sounds like. I feel like it just underscores that. Yeah. Um, the appeal happened in 1996 and in, uh, was denied, of course. Um, and in 2001, a petition to the Florida Supreme Court, um, she stated that her intention to dismiss her legal counsel and terminate all pending appeals. So that's when she finally was like, I'm done. Um, and she's actually quoted in saying, or she wrote this. She wrote, I killed those men rob them as cold as ice and i do it again too there's no chance in keeping me alive or anything because i'd kill again i have hate crawling through my system i am so sick of hearing this she's crazy stuff i've been evaluated so many times i'm competent sane and i'm trying to tell the truth i'm the one who seriously hates human life and kill again so we actually do have a clip of her talking about this and it's from um one of the documentaries we were saying by uh by that guy nick broomfield called life and death of a serial killer and here it is okay i cannot go in the execution chamber and die in the execution chamber as a liar and i cannot go in the execution chamber and be executed under the devil i have to come clean and cleanse my spirit in the name of jesus christ um, so I have to come clean and tell the world the lies that went on through my mouth. I mean, the, now prosecutors and well, cops. And that, you, and that you killed the seven men. Huh? That you killed those men in cold blood. Yeah, and i got to come clean that I killed those seven men in first-degree murder and robbery. As they said, they had it right. A serial killer. Not so much like thrill kill. I was into the robin biz. I mean... You know, serial killers are in this thrill-killing jazz. I was into the robbing, just and eliminate a witness. But still, then again, I got a number, so it's serial killer. But I'm coming clean before I go in that execution chamber and be executed that uh, I killed them. And so like when this. you met them from the beginning, did you know that you were going to kill them when they picked you up in their cars? I pretty much, <clears throat> I pretty much had them so, uh, selected that... They were gonna die. But when you Yeah. That's crazy. <sighs> yeah. So But then later I think in this documentary when she thought that she was not miked anymore, she told the this guy, like, no, I didn't in self defense. Yeah. 
Yeah. So who the fuck so, knows? No it, one knows. Eileen yeah. knows. I know. God knows. Nobody even though her does. whole thing was like, I don't want to be a liar. I, I mm-hmm. yeah. Well, again. also it's a weird thing too. Like you could even tell in that clip there was a little bit of him trying to find sound bites too. It's like in cold blood. Like yeah. yeah. I mean whatever. He, I guess he that's was leading a bit. Yeah. But I. So we're not on trial. We're not. We're yeah. Not. <laughs> Someone did a documentary. <laughs> but you know, in true, like I said, with Eileen's whole thing about. Um, about thinking that everybody failed her. I, one of the reasons that could have been, we said that she just was tired of being on death row, it's because she actually was accusing like people in the prison, like the guards and other people of poisoning her food, peeing in her food, um, and basically messing with her in order to make her look crazy. And that's, I think, also why she was like screaming, like, I'm sane, like, I know what I'm, I'm saying. Do you think people um, were really doing that? Again, like nobody, we That's don't, we wild. don't know. She just, she really felt like she was so disliked that they were messing with her. And I know that at one point her lawyer was like, she just wants to be treated as a, a yeah. humanely until she dies, until, until, until mm-hmm. we kill her. Um, and again, this is just another thing that really, why she thought society just really let her down. And I think she actually said that she was, she felt railroaded. Um, she's also quoted in, in saying society and the cops and the system, a raped woman got executed and was used for books and movies and shit, which we, we, we but I'm talked also about, like, but you gave she said them that. the rights for that. She was That's all over a, the place. Yeah. I know. I know. That's it's why just, it's so hard to like, feel and also you're doing documentaries of yourself. Like, don't, yeah, yeah. She was giving all these in, in in camera yeah. uh, interviews on camera, but that's why it's so hard because it's like on one hand, yeah, I do feel so bad for the hand that she was given, but also like clearly yeah, she yeah, it's like you did all this stuff, psychopath. Like it ha- like, yeah. yeah, you're not just yeah. gonna get off scot free. Like self defense one time, okay, but seven times, yeah, once, twice, three year. times a lady, seven times you a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I don't know what she really expected. Yeah. But I still feel there's still part of me that feels really bad for of her course. life. Of course, I, that's I. It, it, that is a very true thing. You look at her, and it's just very much like a sad case of how we talk a lot about how like systems fail fail people, yeah. but also then it's like families fail people. Yeah, and her environment like, failed her. Her environment fail people. Like she only was set up for lost causes. But I will say, I, I watched this again in the, in the Australian. I think sixty minutes little snippet. She there are parts of her, even though she's she she goes on to say these things like I am evil. I will mm-hmm. kill again. This is me. She also, in that same interview, will say, uh, I first think about the families of the people I killed, and then I think about Tyra. Mm-hmm. Like, so she's, there's also a part of her, and even Nick, I think, said sh- there's still something very humane. There's still something that, in her it, that it, doesn't make you completely go, you're like, she's crazy, but she's. Because it's an interesting, because yeah. usually with like serial killers, you see them do a smile, like, oh, I did that, and they take pride in what they did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, from my personal, from looking at her, I don't really see a ton of pride with what she's doing. It's more no. so she was doing it a means to an end and it started happening and then it just kind of like spiraled and she was a broken woman in a, like, yeah. Tri- yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of the read I got too. I felt like she was just doing this for survival and not really for the thrill. No. Yeah. Like maybe a little bit of it because I'm sure she had a lot of like anger towards men who were who had mm-hmm. abused her, mistreated yeah. her her entire life. Yeah. yeah. But and she did think that the world was evil and things that mm-hmm. were there were I evil. I mean, where's the lie in that? There's really Back. not. Um but then yeah, she was she was executed by lethal injection on October 9th. Um 2002 <laughs> and um, the reason why we played the game up top was because uh, our previous game that we all loved which was last meal and who would you screw um, oh yeah we actually who could you what celebrity I could you screw like for Eileen, under $20 right yeah. I feel like she's not getting conjugal visits yeah <laughs> so that's why we did the $20 thing because in this thing it said that she she was offered her last meal up to $20 which she actually declined and instead just opted for a cup of coffee black coffee black Danny it was probably Dunkin' Donuts I respect it. 
You know, Honestly, that would be my last coffee yeah. meal. Would be Dunkin'. It's very good. Duncan. Just like a little Dunkachino. Hey. Please sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we would you don't love know that. how that would change my life. <laughs> Dunkin', if you're listening. Oh, my God. If we were sponsored by Dunkin'. Oh, my God. Come on over. Yeah. Um, my credit card already is. <laughs> like literally it's just yeah <laughs> on Dunkin' Coffees um, and uh, Eileen in true uh, Eileen fashion has a last uh, quote that oh, she said so um, and this was Eileen's last quote before she died because I think they said do you want to say anything and she said I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus June 6th like the movie big mothership and all I'll be back I'll be back. June 6th, Will Smith, don't miss it. <laughs> like, what is she talking like, about? She's the, Maybe she might not be the first serial killer, but maybe she was the first sponsored death row. <laughs> she's like, I have my ad, Dunkin' Coffee, and please see Will Smith in ad. It's just it's Independence Day. These things are hashtag weird. Spawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hashtag Swipe. Hashtag Swipe aliens. Yeah. Hashtag R.I.P. Bill Pullman. Um, no, wait. Bill Pullman didn't die. Yes, he did. No, who died? Bill Pullman or Bill Who Paxton? died? A lot of people. I don't know. I don't know. One <laughs> of the bills. Um, I don't know either of those people. But what's weird... <laughs> Okay. Casey hates me. Sarah was born. Uh, Sarah is ten. <laughs> Millennial. I was born yesterday. Follow me on AML chat. <laughs> Dial up. Um, Door emoji same. Yes. Well, they were. I was doing actually Mike's podcast yesterday. He was making fun of me because I called it music television instead of oh, MTV. He's like, Wow. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> anyway, I'm young. I'm hip. I'm with it. Okay. Uh, you drink Bailey's at bars. I drink Caroline's. Uh, <laughs> No, but I was going to say, it's so crazy when, uh, like, this particular one, the fact that she mentioned OJ, the fact that she mm-hmm. mentioned Independence Day, she also, um, they said she wanted, she said if her, at her funeral, play this Natalie Merchant song, yes. Carnival, oh, yeah. because that's the, that's the album that she was listening to. It just makes you, because you never hear about the serial killers, their likes and their, like, their, their actual they, yeah. or the human traits culture. of them. Yeah. Yes, you just hear, like, oh, they liked killing gerbils or something like that, but you never yeah. hear, like, oh, she listened to... Natalie, Natalie Merchant. Also, I read like, that. And she like, watched Independence. Yeah. She was a person yep. also. And it just, it, it, it's so, it's crazy to me to hear little mm-hmm. facts like that, you know? You know, I read this entire thing about how, like, I don't know why you would do this. This seems fake, but, like, apparently that singer gave, gave permission. I saw that. To yeah. use yeah. it in the, use it at the funeral. Um, do- like, no, documentary. Oh, is it the documentary? At the end of the documentary. Oh, I thought it was mm-hmm. for the funeral. And I was like, can't we just do what we want? Like, no. I'm not going to reach out to Two Chains for my funeral. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> no. I'm just li- playing birthday songs. I'm like, Barbara it. better come to mine. <laughs> it's a full, the oh, music, the memories, the magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, Natalie Merchant was like, you know, you make music and you, it's for people to enjoy. So I guess I'm, you know, how am I, I'm not going to deny that this woman mm. at the end of her life wanted so, my yeah. song. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard of Oh, she has it. Ten thousand maniacs. Mm-hmm. These are days. Uh, okay, wow. Wow. Would it even be an episode of this podcast if you guys did not you break ever out into song? Seen an episode of music television where she <laughs> and her <laughs> band were singing music television. Weren't you ever bored rolling oh. the stick down the street, ran into music television? <laughs> yeah, back when CD players. Have you heard of CDs? Oh my god, <laughs> what is that? Well, actually, uh, could you imagine if Sarah was secretly like the biggest star on TikTok and like none of us knew because like I just don't yeah, know how right. to get to Jesus that. Jesus Christ, TikTok. Those are children making full-length motion pictures. <laughs> it's kind of I am they're all the same, though. So annoyed and so terrified. I don't get I, full-length motion it's, pictures. It's TikTok, JoJo Siwa, now, and Casey. Billie Eilish that are taking over the world. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> Moving pictures. <laughs> she, Casey sees a train on a movie. She screams and runs out because she thinks it's like, oh, it's the locomotive. Yeah, <laughs> I have to and I yeah. jump off with my cane twirling. She's like an Australian sixty minutes. <laughs> 
Was that on at like two? Like, was paid programming not on for you to watch? It was on the YouTubes. It was on the YouTubes. I found it on the internet cobwebs. I admire that. I was literally Googling documentaries I could only find Nick Brooms, and I was like, oh, God, his voice you is hate him. so <laughs> annoying. Two minutes in, I was like, nope, I'm out. And I'll uh, listen to some podcast or something yeah. and yeah. figure it it's out. Hard, it's hard yeah. going down a rabbit hole first, because then also <laughs> you just end up seeing pictures of Charlie Theron, and you're just like, oh. There's a lot of documentaries pretty. about her, too. I know. There's like a lot of like news programs about yeah, her. But yeah. I don't want to watch um, Dateline. You know what mm. I want to read, though? There was a There's a book called like Eileen in Her Own Words or My Letters to Eileen. Her childhood friend, this woman named Dawn, I want to oh, say like yeah. Botkin or Botnick or something like that. We didn't even talk about Dawn there, and that other guy. Yeah, there's apparently oh. a, a, f- a childhood friend that was writing to yeah. um, Eileen the yes. whole time. And so this, then this woman, of course, published these letters but and those made a people were like exploitative I feel like yeah they were like pushing I feel like they pushed her into this like Jesus thing and then I think they also oh, benefited right. from her mm-hmm. death I think they were her yeah. benefactors because yeah. they wrote a book the yeah. friend I, was yeah I didn't like those people yeah the friend yeah. was like go just she goes why don't you just stay I know you want to like die but don't die in jail because maybe there's people in jail that haven't been know about Jesus yet and maybe it's your goal to go in there and like share Jesus with them I also feel like they kind of gave me the vibe of when someone gets in the public passes away or something like this happens and the person's like oh we were actually I took a geometry with them yeah. and I actually have something to say if someone wants to give me $200 to go on a TV show exactly yeah. situation yeah uh, yeah I, I didn't like those people but whatever it's not about me Heather North Heather I'd still be interested to see what I what her letters yeah, I know if, well, and also if people uh, if you guys listening are interested in that maybe down the line we could do a little book club podcast review where we read the book and <laughs> Sarah's like I'm not reading Actually no you love to read You have books I Yeah like, you read No I read I like books I just have to read Like obviously order them Before the episode And not be listening to this Like the weekend before I know true yeah. um, Well we have a sign off That doesn't really have Anything to do with Today's episode No <laughs> But we liked Because it, uh, it was something it That happened uh, They're a repeat offender Two episodes ago This uh, The sign off today Comes from K to the rad um, At K to the rad Love that name and it says, uh, NATC pod. Murder is fine, but don't you dare bring up Bailey's. Betches.